Here we are. Okay. Hello, everyone. So, this is a very special episode of the Coast City Podcast. We're going to be doing a new spinoff that is the Funbox Monster Emporium podcast. We're going to be talking about horror and horror movies and all the things that are the non-comic or at least the horror monster end of the store. And uh, joining me is Matt Awkward. Hello. Hey, and I'm Tristan. And uh, and this week we're going to be talking about a movie that Matt recommended that I watch that I haven't seen for a very long time and I'd forgotten how fucking insane it is. It uh, is. It is. <laughs> it is. Not a, Sorority Massacre 3. It is not Sorority House Massacre 3. It is, however, called Hard to Die. It was... It was set up to be a sequel to Sorority House Massacre 2, which was the Julie Corman movie. He did, Wynorski did that movie for Julie Corman as like she was the producer. And this is the, this is what was supposed to research here. Oh yeah, absolutely. Please (laughs) come on this movie. It left, it left a few minutes for me to hit fucking Wikipedia (laughs) while I was watching it. It left, it left a couple seconds. I like how you put it. Uh, It was the Wynorskiest of Wynorski. It really, it is the most Wynorski. (laughs) Good God, man. I mean, (laughs) working at Videoport, his stuff was like, him and Fred Olin Ray were the mm-hmm. ones where you were just like, oh, God, it's another one of these boob <laughs> movies that has absolutely nothing going on in it, which obviously there are certain things. I love those kind of boob movies, <laughs> nothing going on. The stuff that used to be on USA Up All Night all the time. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Teenage Exorcist for one. Oh, my God. We have to do Teenage <laughs> yes. Exorcist. That's that's got to be on the list. That movie. F- wow. Watch that, that was another one that you recommended to me that yeah. I'd never seen. And we before. still need that Eddie Deason T-shirt. OK, absolutely. When we do it, we'll do it. Salt as a- of the Killer Bimbos. That was another one I watched the other night. <sighs> oh, man. Yeah, that movie. I I saw that movie. Also with the Deason. Only on USA Up All Night. Yep. Jerky Boys was another Deason, <laughs> Deason, Deason <laughs> picture. I haven't uh, seen he was in that. I yeah, he was absolutely in that. <laughs> um, yeah, there's some terrible moments in that movie. But yes, this thing that we're talking about hard is, to die. is hard to die. And uh, the name comes from the fact that I guess... I, I want to say it's a Die Hard parody. They, <laughs> they must have thought they were making a Die Hard parody. I got the tape. What the hell does the cover say? It's like a... I think it said the female version of Die Hard. Uh, it is not the female version no, of Die no. Hard. 100% not. Um, it is a it is a straight up slasher film. Well, okay, straight up is re- in a way you've, you've got you've got your what four four uh, females that work at a lingerie company have to <laughs> so spend overnight apparently. Yeah. Okay. Here's the here's the, here's right where the where the thing falls apart <laughs> yeah. for me. Um, so they have these super hot lingerie models, and you're like, okay, so these are. These are going to be the models and we're going to have a photo shoot and whatever's going to go yep. on. This is going to be pretty by the numbers. Oh, no. They're the they're the stock clerks. They're, they're cataloging what last year's receipts that are in boxes in the basement. And the basement is just mildewed and yeah. rotted and everything for this high tech future and tower. A future tower that has a mildewy basement. And yeah. I, I thought it was they were cataloging actual underwear. I thought it was literally no, no they lingerie. Were ca- they, they, it was the receipts. They were uh. they were cataloging receipts. Apparently, they found the next year's. Well, meanwhile, as they as they get down there and they're and they're sitting on these boxes of mildewy receipts, one girl starts smoking, and uh, ends up tossing it just willy nilly into a 
a pile of paper, which catches a fire, which turns on the sprinkler system, which gets them all wet, and they shake around and squeal about <laughs> And then they're like, how do we turn off the sprinkler? And she's like, the turn off valve's over there. And there's and it, a sign the size of an apple like, crate. Straight out of Oddworld. Just this like quirky painted sign on the wall. Sprinkler valve, turn off, arrow point down. She gets that. Amazing. The problem we have now is that the girls are all wet. So what are we going to do? And they had already been they they had already had the problem of being covered in mildew and dust and dirt from their work that they had been doing as lingerie <laughs> models, their obvious work in the basement cataloging receipts at Acme Lingerie Company. That's right, it's Acme Lingerie. This movie, the more the more we talk about it, the more you watch it, the more and more I get a Looney Tunes vibe from it. Oh there's God. just it is it is like softcore porn Looney Tunes. Cartoon cartoon death physics. You can't get hurt that much. You can't. Am I talking close enough? No, you, we got you. Okay. <laughs> uh, so so anyway, they go back up to they go upstairs after they get all wet, and their sleazoid boss has his own private shower in the future tower. Yes. Uh, so they all take turns. Uh, meanwhile, they they have this this great rationale where they're like, well, it's silly to take a shower and put back on dirty clothes, and they find the box of. What did they say? Next year's lingerie Next line? year's lingerie. This isn't supposed to be released till the fall. Yes. So they all get fancy new lingeries to wear. Yep. And they legitimately spend the entire rest of the movie in lingerie. The, yeah. It, it Nobody is, puts on and this any is, other clothes. We are 10, 20, minutes, maybe, 20 tops. minutes tops. Yeah. Real early in this movie. And they just decide that's it from there on. And also what's absolutely mind-blowing is that he winds up doing these shower scenes that are one shower scene for each character and so he spreads them out for like 25 <laughs> minutes and so it'll just cut back and it'll be oh yeah what happened to that character oh right she's taking a shower and absolutely zero reason I've, for I've, any I've of I've also it. got to point out the um I don't know if you caught the sound effects gag when they were in the shower. Everything's and I think squeaky. I, I think it's just the fake boobies that are squeaking. <laughs> I've got to rewatch it again. Uh, you know, which fourteen-year-old oh. me would have easily rewound over and over. But I, I just watched it once, and I think it might have been. It's a horrible joke on the actresses after the fact of adding squeakiness. There was I. I wondered. I had to. Yeah, I was I not a hundred percent sure if it was actually happening, but I definitely heard it. It was subtle. Okay. It, it, yeah, you know, this It movie, was subtle for squeaky, cartoony for, sound effects over a shower scene. Yeah. Okay, so so what we have is a recap from the from the second movie, too. So so we get they to this point, it, yes. and then we we are actually... We, we've skipped right over Orville. Right, exactly. Yeah. But that's the thing, is that it is... Even though it's not technically a sequel, it does mention the characters from the previous movie. And shows clips from the previous movie. Right, exactly. Despite so, the fact that it's... Not called Sorority House Massacre Three. Absolutely. So you have uh, you have Orville Ketchum, who was the the hero of the last movie, right? I really need to rewatch it because I have not seen that. I don't have part two, and I have not seen it since <laughs> hell. I rented it when I worked at Home Vision Video. That's right. Uh, it's I need to catch up on that one. So I was kind of just like, and so the and if killer... you don't know that character, you're not really gonna get lost watching. No, this stuff. you're not. You're not. <laughs> uh, so Clive Hochstetter is the killer from the last movie. And he was, they, they say, I wrote it down, actually, because I had, <laughs> I had to. Um, oh, my God. What did it say? Oh, yes. He hid himself under the carpet. He was funny like that. <laughs> he, he, was, he was funny like that. So he hid under the carpet, apparently, and then busted out in the middle of the sorority party and then kills everybody. Okay. 
And so he gets killed at the end by Orville Ketchum, mm-hmm. who is this big, hulking, probably, you know, 400-pound love... oh, dude. Yeah. And, uh, and he's just got the most dead straight-on expression the whole time as he walks and, and barely talks. Yeah. And he gets blamed for the murders of the prior. Okay. This is, this is actually a, a subject of contention as I was watching this film. I, probably skipping ahead too far, but was he the killer? From the... F- Second one or this one? From this one. Well, yes and no. And that's also skipping was, way ahead. So he, okay, yeah. We'll, we'll get to that later, I But Orville Ketchum is, is great. He's just, he pops out, he lurches around, he just makes this straight dead face and barely talks, despite the fact that when he does talk, he can talk fine, which leads to all these confusing moments where he's not <laughs> saying a damn thing. And, F, and there's kind of a twist. And once you find that out, you're just like, why didn't he say anything the whole time? <laughs> But he's, he's just kind of like a big, dumb mute and just always yep. walking around. He doesn't move his knees when he walks. He just, like, moves one leg. One leg. It was also <laughs> it was also fairly suspicious of him to eat that giant pile of raw meat. Yes, yes. For he's some like, reason, he's just like, ooh, here's a heart. He had, <laughs> he had, And it was on top of a sandwich. So it was like he yeah. had, like, a regular peanut butter and jelly sandwich, but it was covered in, like, viscera. It looked like a heart to me when Maybe. I was watching. Maybe. It, I, I was, it look was, at that. Yeah, so he was eating, he was definitely eating raw meat. That so was they kind of throw a bunch of Orville Ketchum red herrings at your way. Like, they kind of make him up to be the bad guy. Like, Tristan was just saying, is he the killer? You'll, you know what I mean? As you, Yeah, and that was, I had a I had kind of a hard time figuring out whether he was actually the killer or not. But, uh, so then we get introduced to uh, Forrest Ackerman's character. So Forrest J. Ackerman of famous monsters of Filmland fame, the the... He's the like one of the most famous monster collectors of all time. Ran the Acker Mansion. He plays this character called Doctor Newton. <laughs> Fig, uh, Fig Newton. But, <laughs> God damn it! No, she. He had a real name. He had a real it's first name. Fig Newton, as far as I'm concerned. I think literally they set him up just to have that. Yes, it was joke, just for the joke. Just yep. so that she could call him Fig Newton at some point, and it would be like, okay, but you 100% named him Newton just for that that's, joke. That's Let's, right. I love, I love that a, I've even forgotten this subplot. But <laughs> but even what's more important is that that uh, that younger dude who's what probably thirty years younger the the cop or whoever he is he apparently Ackerman saved his life in Nam. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that was a moment where he's just like, well, yeah, I saved his I was, life in Nam, but I was younger. I then. was younger then. I didn't know any better. I didn't bro, know bro, any bro. better. <laughs> <laughs> like what? <laughs> awesome. So good. So so we're introduced to this character. We're introduced to him, and he's supposed to get a package. The he's, package accidentally goes to... The lingerie store. Yes. And the package, little did they know, contains the soul of this murderer, apparently, <laughs> or some ancient it's, Egyptian relic. It's an relic. Egyptian... What do they call it? I'm confusing this with the outing now. Monkey box or puzzle it, box. I can't, I can't remember which something. movie's which. It's, it's an Egyptian box... And uh, they accidentally open it somehow, despite the fact that they've already identified this box as not supposed to go to them. Right. And then when they're opening other receipt boxes, they accidentally open up the one box that isn't mildewed and covered in receipts to pull out this ancient uh, Egyptian-looking box, which they then proceed to open that after they've already accidentally opened that. Yes. To which sends a spinning purple cartoon demon possessor (laughs) ghost all around the room. Yeah, and so... 
it was it is later revealed that he had split his soul into three pieces which never makes any sense at any point <laughs> there's never any reason why he's in three pieces he never possesses three people at a time nope. it would have made more sense because there were moments when there were multiple people who seemed to be behaving oddly but you never like but it was like he was <laughs> bouncing back and forth really quickly that's also what makes the movie tricky though is that some people just do things for no reason that, and, and just completely out of character. Somebody will change left and right. Again, like I'm saying, Orville doesn't talk. Like, so much shit could be cleared up if, yeah, if Orville he just opened could his just, mouth. And he know, we know he can talk. We've Yeah, uh, we've actually, we've had him actually talking in several... He explains the plot. He is mostly the narrator. Mm-hmm. Like, he's the in one that... In a strange way. Yeah, he's the one that kind of tells everyone. They ask him about the murder. And he tells them about the murder. I, I, I love the gag where they're like, uh, he's like, oh, you're going in the basement. If you're going in the basement, you're going to need this. And, they, and dude just reaches straight up into his junk. And all the girls just scream. They're like, oh, shit, to just pull out a key. Like, and and then they take the key from him. And all of these all of these lingerie models are like, oh, OK. He just pulled a key out of his, out <laughs> of his pants like that. Yeah, that was, they're not, not grossed out in the least. Totally fine. And so a weird thing I found out after two when they opened the box and all that shit happened. At the end, it looked like it possessed that one girl. Yes. Uh, To which, spoiler alert, it it did. (laughs) But it does not make that clear after the fact whatsoever. It doesn't. That girl just acts fine. She's behaving completely normally after that. And then it's almost like, what, another half an hour or so before she actually takes a turn? Yeah, I, I have a feeling that there wasn't a lot of thought towards how the movie was going to be edited, and so probably some of those little things got left by the wayside. Um, yeah, the first the first major kill is the delivery lady, right? Is that the first? Oh, th- what the hell was that? <laughs> that was amazing. She was she was an incredible character. She was dressed like uh Was it supposed like, to be like an Asian stereotype? They ordered the Chinese Oh my food. god, cuz she so, was definitely played by a white lady. Oh, hell yeah, white woman. But no, they would have it was the But 80s. she was wearing it like would, a stupid She was dressed like Carol Burnett in the like the mop lady bit at the beginning of the Carol Burnett show. Yes, yeah, see, I couldn't tell if it was something like that I think or it was supposed I, to be like an old Chinese like shop owner like No, like, they please in the 80s they would have been way more offensive. Way than more that. racist that, than that. Please. They would not have they would not have held <laughs> back and been like, "Oh, hold on. How about we be a little bit sensitive in this yeah. this otherwise completely innocuous movie?" Uh, no, no, no way in hell. I, it was, I, I love it was also how she just weird. goes to deliver to the super tower and the doors are just, you know, it's after hours, it's <laughs> night. It's, and she just walks into this skyscraper and she's like, hi, <laughs> yep. oh, you're up on this floor. I better get a good tip for this. <laughs> and then they straight up set her on fire. Uh, there's gas everywhere and <laughs> she can't smell it. She can't smell it whatsoever. And she just kind of stands in the middle of the darkened room, cursing everybody for joking, getting her there. Yep. And it's, uh, is that the first victim i think she's i think she's the first kill i'm not a hundred percent sure i'm memory's a little foggy even though i just watched it today yeah um but yeah i think she's the first victim was and you don't really get a good idea of who killed her because you just kind of see a you know like a match drops in the so as we said you didn't see that person act funny so that could have been her yeah but then you're also i mean it's it's a it's a very thought-provoking movie you're wondering was it orville dropped a match to the possessed girl the smartest line of the movie is uttered by one of the lingerie ladies when she's like, this is taking forever. The meal's going to be char-broiled by the time it gets here. <laughs> T- 
to which I assume means that this particular woman thought that they cook it on the way to you. And if they get caught in traffic, they just keep it on the, the or grill. Or it was supposed to just be a joke over the fact that she caught on fire. Holy shit. But it's like so painful. <laughs> like there was also that other joke too. Like, the, you know, the, the, where they horribly set it up. She's like, oh, I'd rather slit my throat than do this. And it's like, okay, yep, that's well, how you're going to oh, go. Oh, so everyone's. You know, and then when she goes, they kind of only half-assed the throat slit. You couldn't even tell if that happened. It's Holy like, shit! I this movie is way more deep than I gave it credit for. It's a for. lot of layers in this movie. It really is. Um, yeah, I didn't. It's I been did not. For years. I did not notice that everybody got set up. That's pretty great. I don't know if everybody got set up, but some people definitely did. Oh my god! It's there's so, some. I, this is the kind of movie I love though because it does not take itself seriously. It it's true. I it mean, it doesn't. It doesn't. I mean, it's it's well made. It's watchable it's right. not just garbage kids with a camcorder but at the same time you could tell everybody is just having a blast it's true uh was winorski did he play the creepy porno director in that one weird scene where the cops bust a, a like they call it a porn shoot everyone was completely clothed and they oh, were man, just kind I don't of even remember that scene. there was a french speaking woman in bed with somebody and it was just like a joke to reveal that her, his wife it was like, what about your wife and then he's like yes what about my wife and she's like yeah what about me and she's behind him and it's like the three of them are in bed together <laughs> it's like ah get it because they're all in on because they're hot swingers for this porno movie oh yeah but it's like it's super innocuous but there's like the creepy director and it looked just like Winorski mm-hmm. probably I just assumed it was him probably something else he was shooting and he just stopped it, and just like yeah I'm just gonna thought this in here oh god <laughs> uh, yeah that guy so that's another thing like with some of these movies he's a little bit of a creepazoid mm-hmm like and it's kind of a bummer for me <laughs> and you just kind of hope that everybody was being cool on this set yes um and i feel like they were but at the were. same time if, if, if you've got to read the script and know what you're getting into when you're just like oh, okay 10 minutes God. in my clothes are gonna get wet i'm doing a shower scene i'm spending the rest of the 80 minutes in, in underwear absolutely like, that's i'm sure that's true too <laughs> i he just kind of reminds me of uh not Ray Dennis Steckler. Who's that other dude? The guy that has like the bear tooth necklace and he has like a harem of women that live with him and they're basically a cult. Jesus. Ted, Ted V. Michaels. Okay, oh, I know the name, but yeah. I had no idea that was oh, a... Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> and that's a real weird-ass situation. So I always feel creepy watching a Ted V. Michaels movie even though like Astro Zombies is a pretty hilarious <laughs> piece of cinema. Um, yes, but not to go bummer. So where the hell are we? Okay, where are we? So <laughs> we've, the we've only got the first kill down. So yeah, we're, we're, the, at, we're at the person gets set on fire. The ridiculous yes. China Chow delivery person. Yep. Yes. So we've, we've gotten to that point. We've explained. They've, everybody's been like, okay, so we now know that there's a spirit that's possessing people that was from egypt and probably was the killer from that other movie that they're not going to reference again Mm -hmm. and so now we've got the now we have the first instance of orville killing somebody which i don't understand who did he kill again he broke that girl's neck and threw her down the elevator okay but he did that because she was possessed do you remember he said that after the fact he goes uh, he told her like I'm gonna I'm gonna kill you I don't uh, care what body you're in shit I even wrote that line down I was like I don't understand this so that's where you kind of like learn that Orville's noble but at the same time 
it's not like he was trying to find a solution to get that. He knew that girl was possessed, and he's just like, snap. That was <laughs> so. It's just like he has. He's a. He's got some blunt force responses to. <laughs> so it's like to oh, okay. life's problems. No. Okay. So we've got okay, that. Okay. So we got Herb. Yeah. Okay. That so that's yep. right. Now the next kill it's, is the slit throat. Yep. Down in the basement there. Yep. Oh, because uh, the girl uh, conveniently threw out her back there from the yes. skiing accident injury years ago that we've never heard of before. Like, oh, my back. Uh, hold on. You just go carry more boxes. I'm going to chill here in the basement alone and just wait to get killed. And then somewhere awesome around setup. there, we have the point when they realize that they or they all assume that Orville is the killer. Mm-hmm. And that girl... I don't remember which one because they're all kind of replaceable. I'm yes. sorry, everybody. <laughs> Literally, I'm not going to know a character name for no, any one of these one bikini models. But, um, <laughs> but she finds a knife, stabs him six times. And this, this is great. And you're just like, wow, okay. And that's another thing I love about this movie, though, is that <laughs> it's way too early for the killer to be killed. Yes, but you watch him get killed. Like, yes. there's no way. He's not Jason. He's not a zombie. But he's he, just he gets a dude. stabbed tons of times. He's a dude. And boom. And then, <laughs> then just... next thing you know, he's back up and going. And then the next person who he encounters, she finds a paper spindle, mm-hmm. puts it through his heart. There's yep. no question that goes through his heart. Just like big ass, like seven inch long paper yep. spindle jammed into the guy's into the guy's <laughs> multiple wrist. times and, and finally into his heart yeah yep. and then it's like his stuck neck too now. i think yeah and now it's stuck there yep and it it stays there for pretty much the rest of the movie mm-hmm. that that spindle is like in his shirt so he's been stabbed a bunch of times in the gut with a knife stabbed a bunch of times with the paper spindle spindle stuck in his heart yep and so he continues to go on and then <laughs> just sits up like michael myers <laughs> And, and then, then proceeds to get strangled with a telephone cord. Yes. So we're now now we've hit the point where we've gotten to they're they're running from him. They they know that they're they all assume that he's the killer and they're hiding from him in the base. They're hiding from him someplace. Yeah, they're nothing, all running off. Nothing is stopping him. Nothing's stopping him. Here's where the movie kind of jumps into in, into the right gear. Into it's just like okay, here's here's where we're learning the cartoon physics. We're learning that this this shit's getting a little bonkers now, as if it wasn't bonkers already with the spinning soul demon possessor. So we we've hit the point where then he gets thrown off a roof. That's the turning. That's the ultimate turning. The point. ultimate turning point. You're just is, like okay, we stabbed him, we strangled him, we 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 cut him all up, and now he's flown off this roof of this high rise. Flown like, off the okay, roof of the high rise. Okay. He is done. This is a guy. This is a human being. He's fallen off the roof. <laughs> and so then, of course. It's, it's what, uh, a minute, two minutes? Yeah. Dude just walks right back in the front door. Right back in the front door. He has a little bit of a limp. You can tell that his legs. He's always had a limp. His though. legs bother him a little bit more than usual because Nothing. of the fall off the building. I think he probably landed on it wrong when he came off the building. And so so then then our our remaining hero characters wind up discovering the floor of the building that is dedicated to automatic weapons. So, is this before or after Neckbreak Elevator Girl comes back, though? Oh, shit. Yes, Neckbreak Elevator Girl is now <laughs> back. She's back. She's fine, too. So we've learned that apparently you can break somebody's neck, throw them down an elevator shaft. But she there. was definitely possessed when yes. that happened. So yes. she was okay. So maybe. But as he found, yeah, that's when they found the 
Sporting goods store. They found <laughs> fucking Acme guns or something. Yes, just another gigantic <laughs> room, but just full of guns. And I love, I love the line where it's like one girl picks up the the rifle and she's just like, I don't know how to use this thing. And the other girl's like, Well, my dad was a marine. I can probably my, figure it out. My, my dad was a marine. I can figure it out. My dad was an architect. I could build your building. <laughs> my brother's a doctor. I can't do surgery. <laughs> I that's I love that logic and I wish it worked. I really like it. This is amazing. I can do anything that my dad could do. I'm going to be the best French professor. Hey, ever. would you like to buy a house? My, my dad's a real estate broker. Oh yeah, sure, absolutely. This is great. Cool, man. I can hook you right up. This is amazing. Prepare the papers. So, uh, so they find the guns. My dad used to be a marine. I can probably work it out. Um, so then they get all these guns, and she does work it out. She works it out phenomenally. She has figured out how to use this gun quite well. She, she then, has figured out how to fire endlessly without, yes, without ever reloading. Without ever reloading. Once. So now poor Orville, back from his fall, <laughs> off the roof, is now, is now there. He's still being mistaken for the killer. They then fill him with automatic weapons fire with from a high caliber military grade repeatedly weapon repeatedly with sadly n- next to no squib action whatsoever <laughs> no but they shoot him so many times and then <laughs> spoiler he gets back up <laughs> he falls down dude dude just keeps falling down and dying and popping back up in 1 minute <laughs> and and then uh, so broken neck evil evil lady who oh my broken god neck elevator girl broken neck elevator girl who is now possessed with the evil spirit and when she walks oh dear god it's when she's walking towards anyone and she has her mouth wide open ah, and got that fake that ghost voice yes. oh, oh shit <laughs> it's beautiful it's very funny um, Meanwhile, remember, everybody except for Orville is in their underwear still. Every, <laughs> it's, yeah, which is a shame. I think that that movie would have been really, like, next level if Orville had to be in lingerie. Yes. <laughs> I really, like, I think they, that would have been. They dropped the ball on that one. Speaking of which, if, oh, I mean, he's the hero, so I guess that's that's it. Other than that, would he have been, like, the first, like, morbidly obese serial killer that the world has ever seen? Or would that be fat guy goes nuts? Like I was just thinking about that. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, but or, he's uh, not. Or the Murray creature in Eaton Run. Oh, R. L. Ryan there. Shit. <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> and um, Buddy in a uh, slaughterhouse. Oh, he's got an axe to grind. A big axe. <laughs> <A> big axe. <laughs> oh man, that's amazing. We're just mildly fat guys now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. I can't help it. Yeah. I also, but. I want to I want to mention because I love this movie too because I mean the podcast is kind of you know it's just going to be basically us shooting the shit about movies <laughs> but I also kind of want to be like these are fun dumb movies because I like fun shitty movies yes and I love and, fun dumb shitty movies. and sometimes Wynorski really does it I mean most of the time he's making booby movies that aren't very fun uh, his, he has his- a 80s work is great. Yes, he has a catalog of garbage now that it's is just unwatchable. Up. And sometimes it's kids' movies. That's what's weird about Winorski now. Fred Olin Ray does the same thing, man. They they, they have some all sort those, of. He does, hey, I think he's got like eight Invisible Dad movies at this point. That's that's a real depressing <laughs> thing. <laughs> but he made uh, so movies. I absolutely love that Winorski was part of uh, Chopping Mall. Yes, like. One of my go-to, we'll watch it over and over again, shitty movies. Uh, Return of Swamp Thing. 
mm-hmm. which is another movie that I don't think gets enough credit. Screaming Mad George does the effects for everything. The monsters are just awesome. It was a comedy, and I think people weren't See, ready for it to be a comedy. Well, the first Swamp Thing was a comedy, too. The, it, was an, it was an unintentional Unintentional, com- but yes. That rubber hilarious. suit was just such Ugh. a bummer. And then the but the suit that they got for Return was so good. I gotta watch Return, because I... I if I have seen it, it's been so long that I've, it's been like I, I haven't seen it. Yeah, that was the that was the Swamp Thing from the TV series, Dirk What's-His-Name, mm-hmm. the guy who played him there. But man, Screaming Mad George, just anything that dude does effects for, I want to watch. We were just talking about uh, society. Yep. What a fucking gross, gross movie. God, I'm trying to think of, did he do Metamorphosis, The Alien Factor? Is that Screaming Mad George? Ooh, probably. I it might be. I bet it is. If it's got like, if everybody looks like they're coated in oh, mayonnaise. Yeah. And the Giver. Oh, he did the Giver. He did the Giver, He yes. definitely Giver did the great. Giver. If he, and he, did, if, if he didn't do Metamorphosis, whoever did, nailed it. <laughs> um, he did that scene. He did one scene from Friday the 3rd, not Friday the 3rd, Nightmare. Uh, Nightmare. He did the, he did the, the cockroach, the, right? the cockroach yes, scene. Yes, yes. That was him. So like, when you see something that's just like nightmarishly bizarre, he was also in a band called Eyeball in New York, like a hardcore band oh, yeah? in the 70s. Also really awesome. I haven't checked them out yet. They only have like one single, but I really want to hear it. Cause screaming Matt, he disappeared, right? I don't know. I hope not. I'm pretty sure. I was looking him up a few months ago, and it's just like, what, what happened to dude? Like, he just stopped. Oh, I, he probably took on a real name and started working for a real place. <laughs> he probably works for like Spielberg or somebody doing, yep. doing stuff. And he's just like George Preston, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> he's Japanese. I'm not screaming so mad. Probably anymore. not George Preston, <laughs> but uh, man, oh, yep. that's, I know that's a, that's a real diversion, but God damn, that dude's good. Um, not of this earth, the Tracy Lords yes. remake of not of this yep. earth. Which was a piece of crap, but it was kind of an endearing piece of crap. Mm-hmm. Um, 976 Evil 2. I'm going to watch that tonight when I get home. 976 Evil yeah, 2? I've got that. That movie is not great. It's hated. It, okay. <laughs> is it? Uh, it's pretty... Yeah, most people don't like it, I think. I don't know. Um, <laughs> for me, I, I enjoy it. And it's I mean, one of those ones where I, I don't honestly remember it that well. Like, I got I to gotta revisit it again. That's I don't think good. it's that much worse. I don't remember not liking it. I don't think it's I that much worse one. than the first one. Mm-hmm. I mean, Stephen Jeffries is obviously what makes the first yes. movie. Stephen Jeffries is is 976 Evil. But part two... Great like, makeup effects in that, too. For a movie without him. Yeah, that was Kevin Yeager. Okay. Who yep. directed that movie, I think. The guy that did the Freddy Krueger makeup for... Most of the Freddy movies. Uh, England directed 976 Evil. Oh, he directed 976 Evil. Yes. So that would be why Jaeger did the effects. Yep. That would make ah. sense. Um, We're yes. puzzle solvers here. No, nice. We got it. <laughs> um, yes. And Jaeger also did the Crypt Keeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> oh my God. So, man, the diversions are going like levels. <laughs> Th- this, this level is going to go way too far. But I have to say it because we just talked about 976 Evil 2. Something. This is the fucking nuttiest thing. Um, I was looking up stuff about 976 Evil 2 at some point in my life because I'm a fucking crazy person. And there was a Google image for a T-shirt. The, those randomly generated T-shirts that mm-hmm. like Amazon creates. Get that gets them on or whatever. Yeah, it gets them all in trouble. And it was like, they do all of the generic, like it could be anything. But this one was married, single, too busy watching 976 Evil 2. <laughs> I was like, ah, I 
Click want yes. that shirt? <laughs> That's, so That's really fucked up. <laughs> I think I need that. But uh, yeah, that was real weird. Hey man, you coming over tonight? Ah, sorry, way too busy watching Nine Seven Six Evil Two. That's what it says on my Tinder profile. I'm sorry, sorry, ladies, too busy watching Nine Seven Six Evil Two to come over. Um, oh, and okay, I really hope they would make a third sometime. <laughs> someday. Uh, it would be too much. That's yeah. we can't. <laughs> you don't want to fly too close to the sun. Um, <laughs> he made Munchie. He made the fucking movie Munchie, which was Jennifer Love Hewitt's first movie, by the way. Not Munchies. Munchie. 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 The se- okay. The shitty, like, like the one that has him, the, like, riding the... Dom s- flying on the yeah. pizza on the cover. I just got that. I haven't watched it yet. I just so, watched Munchies the other night. Which one is Munchies? It's like a total Gremlins clone. Oh, yeah. Uh, I love Gremlins clones. Me too. <laughs> I can't. Okay, so all right, we're, we've gone so far off track. Where are we? We've gotten to critters and ghoulies. And critters and ghoulies. <laughs> so he's been pushed. Hold on. You know what? I'm going to take a break right now, just okay. so that we don't get uh, so that we don't get the cat unplugging us. And all I'll right, be right Mr. Back. Biscuits, take it away. Hey guys, I'm sorry to break in here, but uh, I just wanted to tell you that Coast City Comics is offering 20% off to subscribers every day for everything in the store. So if you guys come in and you subscribe to, let's say, 10 titles through us, we're going to give you 20% off everything in our store. That's pretty amazing. You should subscribe today. You can go through our website, www.coastcitycomics.com. You can come into the store. You can just give us a call. We ship stuff over $25, and we're going to ship for free. Coastcitycomics.com. All right, we're back. We're so back. We're guns, back. We got the guns. 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 Okay, guns, guns, guns. So we're at guns, guns, guns. They found all the guns in this in this locker, <laughs> or locker in this. It's like the floor of the entire building. Yes, it's is all just guns. a gigantic gun store. Um, and they so, find magical guns. They find magical <laughs> guns that never run out of bullets. <laughs> never run out of bullets. They never kill anybody. And they never kill anybody. <laughs> um, so yes, we, we've got. We've got that. So everybody's getting shot. Orville's been shot 400,000 times. <laughs> the ne- broken neck ele- elevator girl. Elevator lady shot. shot so many times. And then she gets and the gun. Take- yes. <laughs> then eventually neck break elevator lady gets the gun. She's once- shooting at the other girls. Yes. So the other now- girls are shooting at her. So now the two girls who are left alive that aren't the broken neck elevator lady, uh, you have... They both now know that she's the one that's been killing people. Yes. And she's evil. She's they know that she's evil. So now, you know, Orville's getting a, a break from being shot by them at this point. For one minute. At for least. for a little while. <laughs> until until now neck until break. He gets elevator. Back up again. Yeah. <laughs> so she's got the gun. She's shooting him again. Um they're about to get out of the building. It was like super close. Yeah. And 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 finally uh well, what happens? They, they kill each other, and they finally stay down. They kill each other, and they then, stay down. Then the cops show up. And then the cops show up. And it's kind of just like, all right, wrap it up. Everything's cool. They're like, no, it's her. And uh, if I remember correctly, they just pop up and start at it again. They, yes. It's a gunfight again. <laughs> exactly. One it. of the cops gets hit. He's down. <laughs> and then they just both start pumping endless amounts of rounds into each other. Yep. Break girl. And does Orville get the gun? Or yes. Does... Uh, Orville eventually kills her. Oh, shit. We forgot the part where Orville patches up his... Stomach wound. 
okay, you lost me. I think I've forgotten this part too. <laughs> it's I'm getting way off topic here. No, this hit me. I need to know. Uh, when after Orville got stabbed and everything, they they I think they tried to give him this one shred of like he's actually human, so he had to like fix up his stabbing wound, and he just took I don't know like a tissue off the desk and, and stuck it to his shirt on the outside of his shirt and took a staple gun and then just stapled oh, this, there you go. this white tissue that kind of soaked up a little bit of blood. And that was like the only first aid Orville did to himself the whole damn movie. I'm starting to think that this movie isn't 100% realistic. <laughs> I just I wanted to bring that up because I just love that guy. I forgot about that earlier. Oh but anyway, yes, yeah, so yeah. I think Orville gets the gun. Maybe he doesn't. Who cares? Yeah, but either way, everybody's spraying bullets left and right and until eventually they get shot and they... What stay down again they for real? Finally, this time? stay down for real, and so and then the the main lady who's left realizes that you know she that Orville had saved her life, and Orville's down and clearly dead, until she says thanks Orville, and he goes uh and looks over <laughs> at her, and then they hold hands as they're both being taken out in the stretcher, and then a heart appears over them, and it says. The, the beginning. beginning with the wedding march playing behind <laughs> it. So she and Orville are going to get married in the hospital, we assume. And the next one is going to be some sort of story about them living together in, in harmony. If only. Oh, my God. Yeah. So that's pretty much it. Like <laughs> this movie is gold. Yes, it is uh, like. It's, it's a movie that I, I just want to say, like, it, it appeals to, like, exactly what I was looking for when I was 13 or 14, <laughs> riding my bike to the video store, renting a tape with as much scandalous is, nudity. And is there going to be scandalous nudity? I can find. Is there going to be a lot of gunfire? Yeah. Is there going to be a lot of blood? Is there going to be... And it's so strange, too, because if you read the box for the movie... Uh, it doesn't mention that it's supernatural forces or, or any of this stuff. It, it sounds like a straight up action movie. The cover just has a close up shot of a girl in underwear holding a gun. Like yeah. it doesn't even look like a horror movie. It's not it's, marketed as a horror movie at all either. It's like they think that they were going to. They really thought they were going to do something. They they thought they were going to cash in on Die Hard, mm -hmm. and I I don't think that really worked out <laughs> Where for them. The, but it's not even like attempting to be a copy of Die Hard. It's just in a tower. That's like your only. I mean, well, it's to not be even at Christmas. Listen, Carnosaur wasn't really a Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like Carnosaur and Jurassic Park were similar. Mm -hmm. Okay. In theme, they both had like hand puppets with a dinosaur. Yep. And like, oh, dinosaurs are big. Here's a dinosaur. <laughs> but that was, was I way mean, before the asylum pictures too. Yeah, and but that <laughs> that was like uh, that was the the Corman House like that was their deal. Mm -hmm. They would do those like they're now called mockbusters, where it's yes. like you know Titanic comes out. Oh, and you want to die hard? We've got hard to die. <laughs> we're gonna, we're going to do Plutonic. Yeah. you know, and it's like, oh, okay, sure. Okay. That that works. I'll take snakes on a train. Yes. Oh God, <laughs> snakes on a train. Uh, this? <laughs> that's amazing. My my ex girlfriend, her husband, I think, directed two hundred asylum movies. Some number that was <laughs> so insane. I was like, I need to meet him and we need to hang out because this is amazing and I want to be in. <laughs> I want to be in whatever mockbuster he makes yes. next because this is absolutely incredible news. <laughs> okay, but in summary, Hard to Die is, as I was saying, uh, 
when I was 13, 14 years old, all, all obsessed with the girls and the horror movies and the USA Up All Night kind of schlock, which I, I kind of still am. Uh, this movie fits all of those those needs perfectly. Yeah, I agree. I think <laughs> I, it's... It is... Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how to describe this movie, but I, I think that since we gave it a, a top to bottom, I think people can make up their minds, mm-hmm. but it's... Definitely, the only way you can find it outside of having a VHS these days is uh, there is there are two rips available on YouTube right is now. It, is it on DVD or blue? Has it been released? I haven't seen it. Uh, okay. Well, there's a DVD rip of it mm-hmm. on on not Blu-ray. Yeah. It's just DVD. Okay. But I mean, it's so fucking out of print. Yeah. I mean. Oh, I also want to make note of the um, horrendous yet charming set design oh. of the tower. Like. It was so clear that they were just on a, on a cardboard set the entire time. There, there was no tower ever. Oh, absolutely. The your first your first introduction is this elevator that's supposed to be the thing that convinces you that you're there. Yeah. And it was such a like Star Trek. You had like two stage hands pushing like pieces of wood. The left together. door moves just a little bit, little faster bit faster than the other, than the other one. And but and but. It, there was something actually kind of charming about that elevator in the light decoration. They yes, had like the cutouts, swirly, cutouts, swirls, yep. and there were some but, nice, uh, nice little the, moments. Uh, like we were talking about earlier about the sprinkler valve sign, and the uh, <laughs> they work for the Acme lingerie, and it's straight up like some people cut out poster boards and patched yep. Acme lingerie and just hung that over a door frame, a set design door frame. And just oh, like, absolutely. Yep, that's a business logo. Yeah, no, Deep it's so on. good. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! The cat just wants Such to unfold us so bad. Um, yeah. So that is that. <laughs> that is that. We're gonna probably have to sign off before the cat unplugs us for a final oh, oh, time. Oh, she's good. Oh, really? No, that beautiful. So yeah, I love great it. gags. Uh, beautiful girls. Uh, crazily stupid set that's just enjoyable to watch. Uh, complete lack of logic. In, in, in the most adorable way. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's very, again, it is very Looney Tunes. It's, it's total cartoon physics. <laughs> falling off a building, getting back up. Ouch! <laughs> yep, absolutely. Absolutely awesome. Um, yeah, oh my God. Yeah, so definitely two thumbs up. Check that out. Um, and we have also, Matt did a, a thing for our, for our magazine as well. So he reviewed... What was uh, there's it? There's nothing out there. There's yes. There's nothing Which out there. We, I could I could talk forever about that movie. Exactly, but that you don't need perfect to. Perfect movie. Because we have a review of it in the, the Monster, Monster Emporium Report magazine. magazine. So and that is available at www.coastcitycomics.com. It's also available in our store, and it has all sorts of cool stuff. Not only does it have uh, Matt's article, it's got interviews, all sorts of other crazy stuff. We've got stuff from uh, big interview with Damien from uh, the new Strangers movie big interview or little tiny interview with Frank from Anthrax who was Tristan really made awesome. a crossword puzzle. I made the I made a crossword <laughs> puzzle that I dare you. I dare you to complete it. And also, there's no fucking solution in that magazine. So, you're going to have yep. to actually send it to me for me to for, for me to right. believe. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I also did a little mini review of uh, Piñata Survival Island in there, which is a, oh, another great movie yes. about a killer piñata. It is about a, There's not that many of those out there. That's the, <laughs> and that has Xander from Buffy in it, doesn't it? Does it does, yeah. indeed. Yeah. 
poor Xander. He's uh, he's facing some hard times lately. <laughs> he just can't stop getting drunk and being an asshole. As he lays in bed, just like, man, I hope the producers for Pinata Survival Island 2 call me up sometime <laughs> soon. <laughs> I don't think they will. I think he's been too much of an asshole. I feel like... He just keeps getting busted at Comic-Cons for getting drunk oh, and I starting know, yeah, fights. Oh, oh, it's such a bummer. <laughs> I want him to not be a dick, mm-hmm. but I think that's probably not the case. <laughs> but, uh, yes, you can also follow me on Instagram, too. Uh, Matt Awkward, VHS Fiend. Should be easy enough to find. And yes, and we're at Coast City Comics on Instagram. So thank you guys so much. We're going to try to do this every other week, probably. And if you have any suggestions for movies that we should mention, please hit us up. Uh, we're just going to try to do fun shit movies that we dig. Yes, so, and you will too. And hopefully you will too. We All right. promise. <laughs> we pro- oh my God. <laughs> I don't know if I can deliver on that, but okay, cool. Awesome. Thanks. So we'll see you in two weeks. Peace.